0: Hello friends. How are you coping with this crisis? Many lives have been affected. Families are separated, dreams are shattered, hearts are broken. We can all heal amidst this chaos. My friend, Coach Ning Tadena, gathered trusted leaders, teachers, doctors, healers and experts, including yours truly to show you how to take care of yourself in a better, more holistic way. So join us at the Heal Online Summit on June 12 to 14. The purpose of this summit is to help you come out with a stronger mind and an empowered heart and an indomitable spirit to take a more positive action. For information, go to www.join.healsummit. 2020.com dot com that's ww.join dot heal heal summit twenty twenty dot com Let's hear heal ourselves so we can help heal the world. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Firm Focus Podcast. I'm Thad Mangolino, your peak performance coach, and thank you for listening. I started the Firm Focus Podcast to empower and equip individuals to achieve peak performance. My goal with you is I don't want this to be just another podcast. I want to try something different. The old way isn't working, and it's on us to do what we need to do to strive. This is the time for you to make the decision and take action. Your 20 years from now starts today. Stay focused. Let's get it started. Hello once again. This episode of the Firm Focus podcast, I will be reviewing and sharing my thoughts on a book that made an impact in my life. And if you have not read this book, I encourage you to digest it on paperback or on audio. The book that I want to discuss with you is a book from one of my favorite authors, Augustine Mandino. You might know him as Og Mandino. The book is titled The Greatest Salesman in the World. Alright, alright, I know some of you have switched off already. Stop, stop right there. This book is not a sales book. It's a book on life. It's a philosophy book. You can say it's a manual. There are hundreds, hundreds of books out there that can take you through self-techniques. Hundreds, literally hundreds of them. But if you do not have the principles that Ogmandino talks about in this book, your techniques and methods are worthless. People cringe when they hear the word sales, it's not a taboo word. People have negative associations with salespeople, selling or sales. let see, think about this though. Everyone is a salesperson. Everyone is in sales. If you're married, you had to sell yourself that you're a worthy person to say, I do too. As a parent, you have to influence and sell your kids that drugs are bad. You have to be a better salesperson than the drug dealer so your kids won't even attempt to go near that stuff. So don't get put off because it has the word sales on it. We are all salespeople. We all do it. The people who have negative association about sales are the ones who don't know how to sell. But the good news is selling is a skill that can be taught. It's like tying a shoelace or learning to cook butter chicken. There are salespeople out there who use selling techniques and influence to rip people off and trick them. They use their selling skills without moral integrity. These ones are the ones that end up in jail. See, selling and selling skills, it's like a scalpel. You can either use it to cut out a tumor and save someone's life or slash someone and end their life. It's a matter of whoever is holding it. All right. Let me give you a bit of background on Ogmandino. Ogmandino, back in high school, he was the editor of the school newspaper, and uh, he wanted to attend university to become a journalist. His mother, though, unfortunately died of a heart attack just before entering college, and Og ended up working in a paper factory. When the Second World War started, he enlisted in the U.S. Army Air Corps. He ended up flying over 30 bombing missions over Germany during the war. And at the end of the war, Og ended up Selling insurance. He was not particularly good at it. Og developed a drinking problem. He ended up losing his wife and his daughter. And he became homeless. He did odd jobs so he could uh, buy alcohol. So one wintry uh, November day, Og uh, was contemplating suicide because he was in in, uh, deep... Deep, deep trouble, and uh, he thought that was the answer. He walked into a pawn shop when he saw a handgun displayed on the front window with a $29 price tag on it. Og reached in his pocket, and he pulled out three $10 notes. So he had an idea of ending it all there and then with that $30 handgun. $29 handgun. Just before he was about to pay, he looked across the street and he noticed that uh, there was a public library. So he decided to delay the purchase and uh, place the bunched up $10 notes back in his pocket and walked across to the library. Og headed uh, into the library. Uh, I I can only imagine that it's a warm place during November. And... uh, he walked towards the self-help section. He grabbed a few books and started reading. The thing is, Og returned there every day. Og started uh, consuming a lot of positive content that enabled him to take action and turned his life around within a short span of a few years. Og ended up becoming um, the president of the Success Unlimited magazine, ended up working with Uh, working for W. Clement Stone as his president of the magazine Uh, ended up rubbing shoulders with Napoleon Hill he's one of his heroes Og changed his life for the better and uh, actually this has been documented in his other best selling book uh, called A Better Way to Live I highly recommend that book as well uh, once you finish with this book so let's get to the book To tell you the truth, uh, this book is the shortest long book I have ever read. Um, You can read it in a couple of hours, but if you follow it correctly, it will take you 10 months to complete. And uh, I will explain to you as we go along. The story is about Hafid. Hafid is an ambitious camel boy who worked for a successful merchant in Jerusalem named Pathros. Hafid was motivated to have a a career change, a pivot, if you you can say that, from a lowly camel boy to one of Pathros' salesmen. Pathros did warn Hafid that by, by becoming a great salesman, it would not be easy for him. And he also mentioned that Real wealth lies in the heart, lies in happiness, love and peace and not in material riches. Hafid was put through a few tests before he could start his new career. And he was given a chest and in this chest are 10 scrolls. Pathros made have he promised to three conditions. The condition was to read the scroll three times a day. First, in silence in the morning, as soon as he wakes up. Second is after lunch. And the third is just before sleeping. Actually, read it aloud before going to bed. And this has to go on for 30 days before Hafid can move on to the next scroll. And if you follow what Hafid has done, it's exactly like that. It will take you 10 months to complete this, to complete reading this book. I'd like to add a quote um, in, front of the, in one of the books as well. It says here, As you repeat the words they will become firmly imprinted in both your conscious and subconscious mind. You will find yourself feeling more confident, enthusiastic and energized. These outcomes, it's great isn't it? These outcomes actually uh, will make it easy to continue your daily actions until the habit, a strong habit is formed. And that is a great segue to the first scroll. The first scroll is titled, I will form good habits and become their slave. I've actually got this book here as well with me, my, my, my personal copy. Uh, it's worn and tattered and it's got highlighters, highlighted bits everywhere. It looks like a rainbow um, that I've got here in front of me. And so I'm going to read some parts here as well and, um, and just highlight a few things. In the first scroll, right, it reveals how to use the ritual of spaced repetition that will shape your behavior. The first scroll simply tells you how to develop the necessary good habits that will lead you to success. And here are a few takeaways that I found in the scroll. So I'll read this a bit for you. Today, I begin a new life. Today, I shed my old skin. Which hath too long suffered the bruises of failure and the wounds of mediocrity. Today I am born anew, and my birthplace is a vineyard where there is fruit for all. Today I will pluck grapes of wisdom from the tallest and fullest vines in the vineyard, for these were planted by the wisest of profession who have come before me, generation upon generation. Today I will savour the taste of grapes from these vines and verily will swallow the seed of success buried in each, and the new life will sprout within me. Wow, that's powerful, powerful stuff. As you can see, it's, a, it's written in a, in, in a biblical sense, you know, with the word verily, verily I say unto thee kind of thing. Uh, it's, it is set in old Jerusalem and um, around Jesus' time. So uh, that gives you a bit of a, a context on why uh, Og is writing the way he's writing. I would like to um, read a few more bits here on 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 this scroll one because I believe that this is a, a, an important part of the book, and it's the most important uh, aspect of our life. I mean, if you don't um, if you don't have good habits, it, nothing will happen to you. Here he talks about failure. He gives a a definition of failure. Failure is man's inability to reach his goals in life, whatever that may be. And he continues, In truth, the only difference between those who have failed and those who have succeeded lies in the difference of their habits. Good habits are the key to all success. Bad habits are the unlocked door to failure. Thus, the first law I will obey, which precedeth all others, is: I will form good habits and become their slave. I mean, slave is a. Uh, the, the word slave has, you know, bad connotation on it, but uh, during biblical times, uh, it was common to to have a slave. Um, so, therefore, if you, uh, and it continues on. Therefore, if I must be a slave to habit. Let me be a slave to good habits. My bad habits must be destroyed. And new forests prepared for good seed. One of the reasons why I love Ogbandino's writing is because he he uses such strong, bold words that uh, gives you word pictures. And and it it sort of takes you there and gives you a vivid description on on what he's writing. So, next scroll is scroll two okay have i got any more notes that uh i prefer oh here we go here we go. before we go to scroll two here are some of the notes that i've that i've added here on the side here um he continues in the book thus a new and good habit is born for when an act becomes easy through constant repetition it becomes pleasure to perform and if it is a pleasure to perform it is man's nature to perform it often when I perform it often, it becomes a habit, and I become its slave. And since it's a good habit, this is my will. Today, I begin a new life. That's powerful. I, I really suggest you, um, you, you read this, this uh, first scroll and really capture what, uh, what Og Bandino is trying to say about habits and how it really is the foundation of any success. Let's move on to scroll 2. Scroll 2 is titled I will greet this day with love in my heart. My interpretation of it is you need to approach everything with with and love everyone. So I got to have that underlying sense of, of of love people. Uh not love them too much but in a way you look at them in a different way that uh that it's not resentful or or um Eel towards them, because uh, love is the fundamental basis for development of people 's skills as well that 's required to a- a- achieve success in life, uh, and the other thing too about love is you must love your, your life, love your profession, love the people around you, you know, love yourself. Love can only be developed if you apply it to your daily life if that makes sense. I'd like to go on to the next one too, because uh, I wrote some, some notes here um, in regards to the second scroll, but I think I'd, I'd leave it with you to, to see it, to, uh, to read it and, and find out more about it, because it is a powerful, I mean, it sounds airy-fairy and woo-woo and uh, kumbaya stuff, but uh, it, it is an important aspect in, in human relations and also how you uh, live your life uh, as well, if that makes sense. The third scroll, the next scroll is a third scroll. It is titled, I will persist until I succeed. In short, my definition there is, no matter what is thrown at you, keep pushing forward. You will eventually succeed. In this in this uh, scroll, in this chapter, uh, he uses the example of of the oak tree. You know the blow that tumbles the oak tree, the mighty oak tree, is not the final blow. It is the collective blow. See instantaneous efforts rarely produce a long term benefit it 's the efforts that we make over time that produces the most permanent results. I'll give you an example. You do not get fit by going to the gym once. You've got to show up every day and turn up. It's about persistence. The next scroll that I want to talk about is the fourth scroll. Number four. I am nature's greatest miracle. That's the title. It's true, though. It is true. You are, you know, you are, I am, we are nature's greatest miracle. This talks about full, uh, it talks about fully capitalizing on your unique characteristics, your unique skills and assets. Scroll number five. Oh, before we do that, before we do that, This scroll, just to give you a bit of a heads up, this scroll provides the reader a clear picture of their unlimited, untapped potential. And by the time you read this scroll, your self-esteem will elevate and enhance your ability to unleash your full potential or your true potential. That's my takeaway for that. I'd like to uh, hear your take on that once you get to read the book or or if you've read it already. What's your main takeaway from that scroll? The next scroll is scroll number five. I will live this day as if it is my last. My interpretation there is you only have this present moment. You only have this present moment. It's saying... Take action. uh, Avoid procrastination. I'd like to read something here. This is actually, I highlighted this and put stars next to it. So it it really has made an impact in my own life and applied it in in my own life as well. I will start. I will live this day as if it is my last. I will avoid with fury the killers of time. Procrastination I will destroy with action. Doubt I will bury with Under faith, fear I will dismember with confidence. Where there is idle mouths, I will I will listen not. Where there are idle hands, I will linger not. Where there are idle bodies, I will visit not. Henceforth, I know that to court idleness is to steal food, clothing, and warmth from those I love. I am not a thief. I am a man of love, and today is my last chance to prove my love, and my greatness that is powerful i don't know it might not have the same impact with you as it has impacted me but uh that is powerful stuff because procrastinating to take action you're actually stealing from your loved ones you're stealing from opportunities from your customers because they don't know your you know your um the offering that you have for them you're stealing food from your children uh and warmth from them because you're not uh, providing for them because you're you're sitting on your hands and uh being in your comfortable comfort zone that you don't want to do anything about it. So the fifth scroll is, I will live this day as if it is my last. That is powerful. The next scroll is scroll number six. Today, I will be the master of my emotion. My interpretation is, don't let your moods and thoughts dictate your action. You've got to have emotional mastery. You've got to protect your thoughts, protect your moods. I'll, uh, I'll read a bit here from the, from the book. Weak is he who permits his thoughts to control his action. Strong is he who forces his action to control his thoughts. Now, let, let me read that again. Weak is he who permits his thoughts to control his actions. Strong is he who forces his actions to control his thoughts. See? See? The old secret is actions are dictated by thoughts and emotions. Some people allow you know, thoughts and emotions to determine their actions when, when, when their action becomes per, uh, non-productive. See, thoughts are like dreams or they're like nightmares. You know, thoughts are like dreams or nightmares. Think about this. Just because you have them doesn't mean they will come true. So you need, you need to choose your thoughts, that you will act on, just as you choose your dreams, that you will pursue. Does that make sense? And also, uh, I I like to read this bit as well, that I I gathered from from that scroll. I can withstand his arrows and insults for now, for I know that tomorrow he will change and be joy to approach. This talks about... uh, taking offense when you get rejected you know in sales you, 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 or in life you will get rejected people will say no to you uh, don't what I'll is saying is that don't take offense because uh, taking offense to rejection is a clear sign of personal insecurity so don't take it personally if someone neglects to accept your offer you know the secret to becoming immune to rejection because everyone will get it Tell me a person who has never received the rejection or heard rejection or heard no. Okay, The the person who hears no is the person who's never tried. That old adage, right? The secret to becoming immune to rejection is this. This I want to tell you. Remember that every action produces a reaction. If the reaction you get is not what you want, simply try a different approach, a different action until you get your desired result. and I tell that to 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 my clients and uh, to my kids as well, um, which is a bad thing because they will just nag and, and, and find different ways of, of getting me to say yes to take him to McDonald's or, or whatever. <laughs> uh, but, but but if the aim of your... Uh, rejection only stinks. Sti- uh, rejection only hurts if you believe that your efforts have failed. But if the aim of your efforts is to simply produce a reaction, then you can never fail. Hope that makes sense. The next scroll I want to talk about is scroll number seven. I will laugh at the world. It's about changing your perspective and laugh often. Humor. To me, humor is important. It's one of my values that, that, that I really uh, embrace. To me, humor is important. But see, humor is more than just having the ability to tell a knock-knock joke or tell a joke. You know? You're not Dave Chappelle, but um, a sense of humor, like happiness, what it is, it's a state of mind. It's an attitude that, you can, that anyone can cultivate. As you learn to enhance your sense of humor, you will experience a greater fulfillment by spreading joy and laughter in the lives of others. Humor is important. You've you got to laugh. I mean, you have to laugh Well, all the things that are happening right now. Would you agree that you know crying and moping around the house about it is, is, is not going to help? But you, know, you don't want to be in the corner crying, uh, laughing. Uh, over nothing, but uh, you you need to change your perspective on how things are and what's happening in our world. Next scroll, scroll V I I I, scroll number eight. Today I will multiply my value a hundredfold. This is about being creative. It's about finding ways to create value. I'll I'll write some notes here. It's about the law of increasing returns, increasing output. That's what it is, increasing output. This scroll talks about goal setting. Isn't it funny that uh, goal setting or goals is written towards the end? The first few scrolls, it talks about habits, self-mastery. You know, how you how do you interact with others? It's obvious that uh, even if you have the grandest goals, grandest plans, and you do not, uh, but you do not possess the right habits, don't have the discipline and mindset, you'll be running on the spot, and you're not gaining distance at all. So I like to read a bit on this. Actually, Um, here we go. Where did I? Oh, my bookmark just fell. Here we go. This is a good one. I will always raise my goals as soon as they are retained. I will always strive to make the next hour better than this one. I will always announce my goals to the world yet never will i proclaim my accomplishments let the world instead approach me with praise and may i have the wisdom to receive it in humility today i will multiply my value a hundredfold my takeaway there is never proclaim your accomplishments you don't want to be a legend in your own lunchbox let the world if you're that good the world will will uh acknowledge you so you don't have to announce it yourself don't be a show-off you know what uh kendrick Lamar says sit down be humble and uh, that's a that's my takeaway in that one too um because it's not just about multiplying your value a hundredfold it's also being humble as well so that's another aspect another takeaway that, that I've come, up with, come, come away with in this chapter, this book. Scroll nine. This is powerful. I will act now. Simply means no action, no results. I would like to read the, the, the part of this for you actually uh, to get a grasp, get a handle on, uh, on, on this one here. The, the, the scroll starts with, My dreams are worthless. My plans are dust. My goals are impossible. All are no value unless they are followed by action. Ooh, that is so true, though. That is so true. Um, what makes the the question that that uh, the question that that, that I always get asked is uh, what makes a person extraordinary. I, I think I'm, I'm sure you know the answer already. Um, what makes an extra uh, what makes a, a a extraordinary person become extraordinary is well, the answer there is they do the little extra things which ordinary people neglect so they just they just take action you know your life is a field of unlimited possibilities and if you focus on activities on Doing the right things, focusing on you know cultivating success, success will flourish. I hope you understand that. Um, he also talks about uh, procrastination here, um, and also taking, 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 taking success by the hands. If you, if that makes sense, going for it, you know. The ba- it says here, uh, underlined it actually. The bounty of success is within your grasp. You need to only you need only to reach out and take it. Wow, that's powerful stuff. This is actually one of my favorite, uh, apart from the first one, habits. This is uh, my other favorite uh, scroll, scroll number nine, uh, because you know there is a there is a, a premise of you know you will act now. I must act now. Actually, he says, he says it here a, a few times. Uh, I will act now. I will act now. It's amazing. It's, it's great. Um, the last scroll. We made it to the end. Tenth, tenth scroll. Tenth scroll is pray to God for guidance. Uh, if you're not a believer, that's cool. I, I, I respect that. Um, he's talking about a higher being. You know? Uh, praying to a higher being, not about material things. You know, you're not you're not praying for a Mercedes or or, or a, a mansion by the by the beach. Um, you know, you're not not asking for material things, not praying for rewards. It's about discovering, right? It's about giving thanks. It's uh, it's asking for guidance and and uh, and a better way to live, pretty much see it's about um, discovering how to access the unlimited source of knowledge in the universe. You know d- depends on, on what you call it God Allah Buddha um, I don't know what what you believe, but uh, there is an infinite uh, wisdom and intelligence out there and you know it's like having access to to the internet you know just because you have access to the internet. You will not automatically find your answer. Because answers are out there. You know, like in the X Files, the truth is out there. Um, <laughs> it is out there for you. You need to use the power of prayer so you are guided to locate the answers that will lead you to success. Because if you search on Google, whatever it is, it will show up. You just need to know what to type in and ask Google. But all in all, ladies and gentlemen, this book is packed with timeless advice. Look, I still, I still read this book. I'm still kind of re- reading it now. Uh, and every time I reread it, I always learn something new every time. Um, I've, I have the privilege of, of, of having this book on my phone as an audio. And I, to tell the truth, I listen to the scrolls three times a day. I don't read it anymore because it's a bit hard, you know, when, when I'm on the move and driving and, and doing things and errands and talking to clients and stuff and, and organizing things. It's hard to read it. Uh, even though uh, it'll only take you five minutes to read. It's great and uh and I've got to a stage now where I could uh recite it in my mind but I still like to read it or hear it just to have that uh that uh, discipline as well and it's now hopefully gone to my subconscious and, and it's become a part of my a part of me now so I urge you to read this book um you may even find this in in second hand bookshops you might get it for 50 cents I'm I'm not 100% sure but uh Og Mandino's books are everywhere. Uh, This particular book sold 50 million, right? And uh, there is a part two to this as well. There is a part two uh, which goes deeper, which is uh, written uh, 40 years after, um, in the story, 40 years, well, the book was written 40 years after the original book. Um, And it goes about um, how... He sort of moved past and becoming the greatest salesman in the world but it's a great story um, you will get a lot from that too um, but if you want timeless principles as well that will uh, take you further than where you are now this is the one to get this is the one to, to read so i urge you to read this book uh, reread it if you already have it i'd like to thank uh, og mandino and also thank you for listening so until next time Stay focused.